Speaking for Pastor Henry Horner and the Renewal Singers, I welcome you to another broadcast of What's New. My name is Ed Peters. We continue today in Matthew chapter 8, moving on to verses 28 through 34. These verses deal with the sixth miracle mentioned by Matthew here in this chapter, and it has to do with the casting out of demons. We have just seen on our previous study the power of Jesus over nature as he and his disciples crossed over the Sea of Galilee. Matthew makes the point, once again, that the one who gave the high ethical standards in the Sermon on the Mount is also the one who can demonstrate the dynamic. Now, in today's verses, we see that Jesus and his disciples have made it safely across the Sea of Galilee and are now in the land of the tribe of Gad on the east side of the Jordan River. When Jesus enters into this country, he was met by two demon-possessed men. Now here is Matthew's account of this incident. When they arrived on the other side of the lake in the country of the Gadarenes, two men with demons in them met him. They lived in a cemetery and were so dangerous that no one could go through that area. They began screaming at him, What do you want with us, O Son of God? You have no right to torment us yet. A herd of pigs was feeding in the distance, so the demons begged, If you cast us out, send us into that herd of pigs. All right, Jesus told them, Be gone. And they came out of the men and entered the pigs. And the whole herd rushed over a cliff and drowned in the water below. The herdsmen fled to the nearest town with the story of what had happened. And the entire population came rushing out to see Jesus and begged him to go away and leave them alone.
The people begged Jesus to leave their country. They were, no doubt, more concerned about their financial loss than about the deliverance of the miserable, demon-possessed men. Now, here with our study is Pastor Henry Harder. How much authority does Jesus have? How far does it extend? The writer of the first gospel, Matthew, wants to demonstrate to his people that Jesus' authority is unlimited, that the authority of their king and Messiah has no boundaries. He healed the man of leprosy. He healed the centurion's servant. He healed Peter's mother-in-law and many others. Now it was time to shed the crowds and cross over the lake to the eastern shore. He and his disciples get into the boat, and while on the lake of Galilee, a storm arises suddenly. Jesus muzzles the wind and calms the waves. Jesus has authority over the elements, demonstrating the fact that he was the creator and the controller. I focused on that yesterday. To further demonstrate and illustrate Jesus' authority, Matthew records the incident near the village of Gadara on the east slopes of the Galilee. Matthew writes in chapter 8, 28-34, When he arrived at the other side in the region of the Gadarenes, two demon-possessed men coming from the tombs met him. They were so violent that no one could pass by that way. What do you want with us, son of God? they shouted. Have you come here to torture us before the appointed time? Some distance from them, a large herd of pigs was feeding. The demons begged Jesus, If you drive us out, send us into the herd of pigs. He said to them, Go. So they came out and went into the pigs, and the whole herd rushed down the steep bank into the lake and died in the water. Those tending the pigs ran off, went into the town, and reported all this, including what had happened to the demon-possessed men. Then the whole town went out to meet Jesus, and when they saw him, they pleaded with him to leave their region. The demons of the Bible are evidently angels first created by God, who then chose to accompany the devil when he chose himself over God. The demons are then fallen angels. Apparently, some demons have been given some freedom on this planet to influence, to obsess, and even to possess humans. When Jesus and his party landed on the eastern shore, these two violent, possessed men accosted Jesus. While we don't go to the devil to determine who Jesus is, the reaction and the questions of these men reveal what the other dark side, the dark dimension, thinks of Jesus. First, these demons immediately recognized the authority of Jesus. They said, What do you want with us, Son of God? That question reveals what these demons knew about Jesus' person. They recognized Jesus' godhood. On one occasion, some of the believing Jews around Ephesus were casting out evil spirits, and one of the spirits said to them, Jesus I know, and Paul I know about, but who are you? Acts 19, verse 15. Hell knows who Jesus is. 
There is no question as to his identity there. The second question was, Have you come here to torture us before the appointed time? That's an interesting question. It reveals first that these spirits believe that Jesus, as the Son of God, had come to this planet. That word here indicates this. They had just identified him as the Son of God. Now they asked, have you, the Son of God, come here to this planet to torture us before our time? The spirit dimension believes what many humans don't believe, that the Son of God came to our world as Jesus, God, in the flesh. Second, the evil spirits believe that Jesus had power or authority over them. That was immediately acknowledged by them. Evil spirits recognize not only his person, that he is the Son of God, but they also recognize his power and authority, even over the evil spirit dimension. This question reveals third, that the evil spirits believe that they will be sentenced at some time and then tortured forever. They, unlike many humans today, did not doubt the existence of an eternal hell for them. Evidently, there are demons or evil spirits who have a certain amount of freedom in our world. This is not true of everyone in the evil spirit dimension. Jude, in verse 6 of his message, wrote this, And the angels who did not keep their positions of authority, but abandoned their own home, these he has kept in darkness, bound with everlasting chains for judgment on the great day. About the devil himself, John wrote, And the devil was thrown into the lake of burning sulfur where the beast and his false prophet had been thrown, and they will be tormented day and night forever and ever. Revelation 20 verse 10. Third, these spirits believed that Jesus would be their final judge. They asked, have you come here to torture us before the appointed time? Evidently, the spirits are aware that intense punishment is in store for them at some future time, and that Jesus will be their sentencing judge. Their question is, will you sentence us before that day? They knew that Jesus would free the two men, so the demons requested to be sent into the pigs, who promptly hurled themselves into the water and drowned. Well, one final comment. When the people, who were no doubt Gentiles, heard what had happened, they pleaded with Jesus to leave their region. Not only some Jews rejected Jesus, but also Gentiles. Really, their request speaks volumes. The Jews later preferred Barabbas to Jesus. These Gentiles preferred their swine to the Savior. They would like him to go so that they could raise their swine in peace. The two men probably stood before them well, but pigs were more important than people. Jesus, please leave. He did. It was their choice. Worthy of glory, worthy of honor, worthy of praise is he. 
Worthy of glory, worthy of honor, worthy of praise is he. He has redeemed me by the blood of the Lamb, and he has set my spirit free. Worthy of glory, worthy of honor, worthy of praise is he. of Creative Encounters. Our mailing address is Post Office Box 840H after California, 93263 USA.